This is a slaying moment. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Slaying for Me. I hope all is well and you guys are taking care of yourself and you had a wonderful weekend here in Philadelphia. It has been um, crazy with the weather going up and down. That's probably all over the place. But with the um, the sports teams, the Phillies are going to the playoffs. They're going to the World Series. So, you know, Philadelphia is one of those places where... Um, they take their sports serious, honey, and I didn't even know it was that deep until I got here. So it is definitely a vibe. So a lot of people are celebrating for that. But um, so for me this week, I have been realizing about myself, realizing a lot of things about myself. But um, one thing that I wanted to, I've been intentional about is um, being present for those that I love. And, um, you know, understanding the power of being present for those that you love in your life, for any person in your life, being present for in the moment with the people in your life. And um, so a couple of days ago, what brought me to this is a couple of days ago, my husband came to me and he was like, I need to vent. And I've been working on strengthening my listening skills. Okay, like that's one thing that I've been trying to be intentional about because I am not the best listener, right? I could talk, chill, just like I'm talking on here, but I want to be a great listener. I'm a great listener when it comes to like concerning things, but sometimes I find myself skipping some things like I'm I'm listening, but I'm not hearing you, okay? So I want to be a great listener, which I think so many of us can strengthen our listening skills. So before the conversation even started before my husband even got to his venting session or whatever. Um, I said a silent prayer to myself, asking God to help me listen and hear what my husband was expressing. Right. And I asked God to give me the strength to take, to not take anything personal, like anything that he was going to say, I didn't want to take it personal and to not um, allow for what he was saying. Like if he said something pertaining to like venting about something I did to him, I, it wasn't going to disrupt me. Like, you know, sometimes when somebody critiques you or say something about something that you did to them, it can disrupt your spirit a little bit. It can be like, you can become defensive, you know, without you even knowing it. You're like, oh, that triggered me. You become triggered. And I didn't want to become triggered. I wanted him to be able to express himself freely without me making any facial expressions. Because, child, that's one thing that I got down. I might not be listening to you, but if I hear what you said and it offends me, it's going to show all up on my face. And I didn't want that to take place. So I asked God for that prayer. And after that prayer, he, you know, I was able to hear everything that he had to say. I had an open heart and an open mind to what he was saying and him expressing his concerns and frustrations with me, which I love our venting sessions because I feel like as a married couple, you have to be able to confine and express how you feel to your spouse without and have a safe space to do so without it being any pushback. Sometimes it can be pushback, but you want to be able to say what you got to say. And we both walked away. That prayer helped, I'm going to be honest, because we both walked away from the conversation feeling better as people because I was present. I welcomed and I welcomed God into the conversation. It 
the conversation went well and we felt he felt lighter and I felt lighter him expressing himself to me. So, you know, I feel like being present in the moment with people is so important and we have to be mindful of that. So, you know, um, I'm all about self-discovery. I always talk about that. I always talking about making my better version of myself every day. And um, once a week I meditate and I'm working towards meditating more, but I've been intentional and been committed to once a week. Like I know I could commit, commit to once a week. Every Thursday I meditate and it's been therapeutic for me. You know, most people will meditate at the beginning of the week, but at the end of the week, I think I need that um, to kind of like level me out, you know, going into the weekend and all that I have to do. I find it very therapeutic for me. And meditation helps me be mindful of where I am and it helps me be more present. I feel like, you know, as I go into the, you know, the, it's the end of the week. So you're looking forward to the weekend. And for me, um, my position, I go from one building and then I go to another situation and it's two different energies that consist of a lot of different mental. I got to go into different parts of my mind when I'm dealing in these different atmospheres. So I need to be mindful. And it helps me be mindful of the people that I'm dealing with. And it helps me to be present, to be present in that moment. And so I, you know, when I, when you do meditation, they talk about mindfulness. Be mindful of your body. Be mindful of where you are, where you're present, how you're feeling. And I wanted to explain, you know, the meaning of mindfulness is maintaining a moment-by-moment awareness of your thoughts, feelings, bodily sensations and surrounding environments through a gentle and nurturing lens. So it's basically like mindfulness is all about being, giving yourself grace, being gracious with yourself, being graceful, gracious with your, your, your moments, being gracious with your awareness of how you feel, your internal, your sensations, what hurts you physically and mentally and spiritually your environment. Like for me, like I said, my meditation helped me deal with them different environments. Cause when I go into my, um, throughout the week, I switch from one environment to another environment. They just give two different energies. I have to be mindful when I'm in there and allow for myself to give myself grace. Um, greater good magazine says mindfulness also involves acceptance, meaning that we pay attention to our thoughts, and feelings without judging them, without believing for an instant that there is a right or wrong way to think or feel in a given moment. When we practice mindfulness, our thoughts tune into what we're sensing in the present moment, whether than rehashing the past or imagining the future. And this is Greater Good Magazine where I found that statement on mindfulness. So that is powerful. You know, no judgment. You know, you feeling, uh, pay attention to your thoughts and your feelings. Sometimes I feel like if we're mindful, we won't react. Mindfulness helps you, prevents you from reacting and overthinking and, you know, going into that downward spiral of, you know, doubt. I talked about that on an um, on episode about how, how you allow for your mind to have a mind of its own. It, it really does. But when you're mindful, you allow for yourself to to grab a hold of your feelings and your thoughts and allow for you to, what am I trying to say? It allows for you to be still 
in some moments where, you know, if you weren't mindful or you weren't practicing mindfulness, you would react, right? Instantly. And you will rehash things from the past. And you'll bring up some stuff that happened in 1972. You weren't even born in 1972. And then, you know, you'll focus, you'll be fixated on the future sometimes. Sometimes I find myself doing that. If I'm not mindful, I'll be all the way in the future. Like, girl, God, I really want to do this. And I can see myself doing this. So go ahead and let me get to that future part of myself. (laughs) So I can go ahead and get there. Oh my God. So, you know, the mindfulness is so powerful. So I wanted to share a story with you guys. So this, this week also, I learned of accepting people, you know, accepting that everyone in my life doesn't move on my time. Right. So as old as I am, right. And as long as I've been on this work, earth, you would think I would have got that down. Not everybody do the things that you do. Not everybody move how you move. But me being a human, and I'm going to put myself in the human state, because I know some of y'all out there are perfect, but I know I'm human. As a human, I have the tendency to accept, oh, they're going to do what they want to do. And then I struggle sometimes. It depends on the situation. And in this particular situation, I struggled. I believe that if I give you, when it comes to my work, when it comes to working with someone, if I give you a project or we're working on a project or we come together to do something together, I believe that if I give you, we do this project together or I give you a job and I tell you what the deadline is and you accept the project and agree to meet the deadline, then I expect for you to have your affairs in order when I reach out to you about the project. I expect for you to be on the move, okay? I expect for some progress to be have happened. It should have happened. It should have been done. You should be you should be halfway mark <laughs> in my mind. That's what I believe. Now, this is where I go wrong because everyone's time management is different. My time time management is very anal. If I have a deadline to finish on a project, I'm working on that project right away. So I can complete it weeks before the deadline. Now, every project can't be this way. It can't be completed that way because there are different factors that come into the project. This particular project is one of those projects. But in my mind, we should be working on it. You should be working on it 24 hours out of the day. Not saying that you don't have anything else going on, but in my mind, it's like this should be priority. Right. Because we this project is so large. It takes a lot of moving parts. It's a lot of things that go into it. So I want you to be moving every day. okay? And like I said, everybody's time management is different. Right. So this week I had the opportunity to communicate with the person that I'm working on a project with. We've been communicating since the summer when the project came to the forefront, when I thought about it, I brought it to the person's forefront. I was like, hey, we need, I want to do this project with you. Let's work together. They agree. Are you interested? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been communicating since the summer, okay? I'm going to say, let me put it in my spirit. I'm going to say June. June is a long way away. It's been June a long time ago in my mind. June, is, it's been some months now. And uh, the deadline for the project to be completed is July, 2023. Seems like a long time. Yeah, it's real long. But like I said before, the project has so many different moving factors that, you know, even if we're behind schedule, even if we're ahead of schedule, we can be, you know, we can get behind really quickly if something is, 
you know, something doesn't, you know, one factor of the project doesn't come through, right? So the person confirmed that the project will be completed before then when we were on the phone. Now that we're coming up close to the end of the year, I wanted to have a follow-up conversation that I had um, this week with the person because I, I wanted to ask for updates. I'm like, how is the, how far is the project coming along? This is what I've done on my end. You know, we've been, you know, the things that you said that you did this summer and all of that type of stuff, you know, has that been completed? How far are we along in a deadline or whatever or with the task? And the person was like, some of the tasks are completed, but... Um, that, you know, it's some things that we really need to, I'm still working on, basically. And, you know, it was kind of like when I had the conversation with the person, they didn't sound too sure. You know how you're talking to somebody and you're like, oh, how you feeling? Oh, I feel okay. Like, it just wasn't sure. Like, every answer to my question was just unsure and unsure. And I was, I was very unsettled. And, I was, you know, I asked, I was like, you know, are you confident? And they were like, got offended. And I was like, no, I really need to know, are you confident about this project? Because it needs to, this deadline is secure. We cannot push it back and it cannot go no further than the date that we, you know, than the time that we said. So I need for you to, to pull up, pull up your, pull up your sleeves and go ahead and do this. And the person was like, I can assure you that I'm going to finish. I got some things I got going on. Everything is going to be done by that deadline. You just need to basically be patient. Y'all know I don't deal with patience well. So after the conversation, I felt unsettled. And I feel like when you feel unsettled, it's something that you're not accepting, right? It's something that you want to be done on a time. When you're working with other people, you're unsettled because you're not able to control the situation because I'm anal. I'm an anal person. That means that I control, I'm I controlling what's happening. I'm controlling the environment. In this particular situation, I ain't controlling it. So I felt unsettled because I wasn't accepting that person's time management. It, it wasn't that the person wasn't didn't have a plan. It wasn't that the person didn't um wasn't gonna complete the job. And it wasn't that the person was off schedule. It was just like for me, I wanted an update because I'm so anal. I'm one of those people like, give me an update, let me know what's going on. <laughs> You know, I'm pretty, I can be somewhat of a pest when it comes to my projects because I don't want anything to fall by the wayside. I always want to do that. But being an anal person that I am, I couldn't understand why the project was halfway completed. Because for me, it would have been completed by the end of the year because we talked this some. But the type of project that it is, it consists of a lot more moving parts. And if I can do it by myself, I would have done it by myself, but I can't. I need a team. So a few days after sitting with the feelings, you know, being mindful of my feelings, being mindful of our thoughts, taking it moment by moment, I realized I was I was accepting, I wasn't accepting that person's process because the person did have a process. They had a process for how they were going to do everything. And they expressed that to me, but it did not fit with what my my time management was like, right? And so um, I wanted things to be done the way I wanted them to be done. And I it, it just can't happen that way. So when they couldn't put, when the people do different things, you have to accept that. And I had to accept that we're different people. Once I accepted that, 
took me it took me two days and a possible the possible was the third day and I began to release my anger and discomfort because I was accepting that that person who accepting that person for who they are that's their way of doing things and I'm not judging them for who they are and how they work because sometimes when you don't accept you judge because you you make it seem like it's wrong what they what I do is right and what they do is wrong that is not mindfulness for me, I had to get mindful and be in a presence like what they do is not wrong. What I do is not right. It's just we do things differently. And so I had to come to the conclusion and within myself and, and center myself and say the project will be completed regardless. Because the person, regardless of if we do it my way or that person's way, it's going to get done. It's going to be completed because the person said. Now, if we get to a point in the project when the person is not doing, <laughs> fulfilling their things, then we'll reassess. But for right now, the person is doing what they need to do to make sure the project is a success. And I feel like I wanted to share that story with you because there's a lot of people. It's a lot of us that don't practice mindfulness and the power of mindfulness. It's so powerful to be mindful of where you are, how you react to the world, what you react to, your environments, taking it moment by moment and, and giving yourself a time to to breathe before you react or breathe or, you know, you already reacted and then you sit and be mindful of everything around you. It plays a, a major part. So I um, wanted to share from share some mindfulness affirmations with you guys today and I think that this is powerful. Everything, every one I'm going to share with you, I want you to repeat them after me when I say them. Because mindfulness is so powerful and I feel like we all need to tap into that in our lives. So I'm going to go down a list of mindfulness affirmations today and um, go ahead and use them whenever you need to. I hope that it motivates you guys this week. And um, you're more mindful of who you are and where you are and what you could be and where you are going. So I'm going to go ahead and start. I am here. I am present. I am grounded. In this moment, I have everything I need. I am excitedly where I am meant to be. I am safe and secure. I am rooted in this present moment. I am strong, steady, and grounded. I exist in this moment right now. I am grateful for the breath that flows through my lungs. My breath is my anchor. I am breathing in strength and breathing out peace. My power is in the present moment. I am not my thoughts. I am not my fears. I am viewing the world through the eyes of love. All is well in this moment. 
My heart is grateful and my mind is at peace. I will not worry about things I cannot control. I focus on what I can control and let go of what I cannot control. I have the power to overcome my doubts, worries, and fears. I am, I allow myself to take things one moment at a time. I am grounded, centered, and stable. I know deep inner peace. This day is a gift and I accept it with my full presence and undivided attention. I release worst case scenario thinking and choose to focus on this present moment. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, I allow myself to step back and breathe. Everything I feel in this moment is exactly right. I take care of the future by taking care of the the present moment. I release my worries and allow myself to find peace in life's quiet moments. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to practice those mindful affirmations. You can repeat this and play it back if you need to. But I just wanted to share that with you guys this week. Don't forget to follow us on the Slam For Me podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and RayJoyceNetwork.com where you can find all of our episodes. And don't forget to follow me. Alexis A. McCoy, your host at Alana Fuss, A-L-O-N-A-F-U-S-S on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And don't forget that slaying for you is the best lifestyle to live. Have a good day. Bye.